Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, Episode 97. Looking for business gifts for your team? Consider one of these award-winning games. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And right across from me, as always, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Good morning, Pam. It's great to be joining you again for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. And if this is your first time listening, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders to accelerate themselves and their companies to the next level of growth and success. So Pam, what's on for today? Well, we've been talking in the last few episodes about books that could be given for the holidays. Oh, yeah. Some of our newer listeners have not heard us talk about games before. Ah, we like games. They are good for interaction, fun, but they also can be used for stirring new thoughts and and new ways of thinking and even looking at problems. That's right. So... Back last summer, we spoke with Sherry Spiro, CEO of Ad Magic and Breaking Games. Right. And she was telling us about some wonderful award-winning games that her company has published that could be used for just such a purpose. That's right. And so it seems appropriate at this time of holiday gift giving to have an encore episode where we can listen again to Sherry's advice about the games that are out there that she would see as most appropriate, and all the way through to the third segment where she talks about some of the ways you can consider what would be the best type of game for your team. Great. So with that, let's reprise our conversation with Sherry Spiro about games for strategic thinking. We're happy to have, as a return guest today, Sherry Spiro, CEO and founder of Ad Magic and Breaking Games, one of the largest and most successful independent printers in the U.S. of tabletop games, including the wildly popular Cards Against Humanity and other customized playing cards and board games. Now, since its launch in 1998, Ad Magic has manufactured and printed cards, customized poker chips, and board games for a host of households names and brands, including HBO, Delta Airlines, The Wall Street Journal, Semantic, Ford, Walt Disney, The Luxor Hotel and Wynn Hotel in Vegas, Airbnb, LinkedIn, Game of Thrones, Garth Brooks, Tom Hanks, and even the CIA. Wow. It's a huge range. Yes, it is. Sherry was first our guest on episode 22, What Does It Take to Lead a Growth Company?, And since that time, her company has continued to dramatically grow and win numerous awards. In fact, most recently, Sherry was honored as a winner of the EY Entrepreneur of the Year 2016 New Jersey Award. And you can see all of these awards and more by going to Sherry's bio on growthignitersradio.com, episode 81, and scroll down under resources. Sherry, welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio. It's a pleasure to be back. 
And congratulations again on that EY award. Thank you so much. That was uh, truly an eventful evening and something I'll never forget. Oh, it had to be. So we're glad to have you back. So much has been going on since the last time we spoke. In fact, we're seeing all kinds of things in magazines about games. The power of games. Recently, I read a, an article in Wired called Game Your Brain, The New Benefits of Neuroplasticity. And it was talking about how games can be used not just for amusement and fun, and we all do that, and it's good, but they actually affect the brain uh, in people of all ages. This article was focusing on people who have had brain injuries and brain damage and various illnesses, strokes and so on. But we all know that stimulating the brain on a regular basis can really take us to new levels of thought and new new abilities. And a lot of us have seen ads for luminosity or have even used it as uh, you and I have, Sherry. And so that takes us to the idea of, well, if playing games stimulates the brain, what can we do in a work environment that will take advantage of this, that will give us more skills that are really relevant to work? You know, I see a lot of companies using strategic gaming for team building and for team interaction to help their teams solve problems, Mm -hmm. to enhance creativity and collaboration. In fact, one of my clients is called the Brand Deck, Mm -hmm. and it can be found at branding.cards. And what they do is they force the team and, of course, the CEO to sit down and look at their company from a different perspective. They have numerous adjectives to describe the company. And so what the team does is they sit down and they take the cards. Very, very simple concept, but brilliant. It'll it'll take a word like innovative. Right. Mm -hmm. And... They'll be asked to put it in one of two columns. This describes our company. This doesn't describe our company. Ah. And so what they wind up with at the end is a true description of what they want to be. It may Mm -hmm. not be what they are, but it gives them a direction that says, what does this company want to be? What qualities does this company want to embrace? What culture does this company want to build on? How does using cards like this actually enrich the process as opposed to say we're just sitting around a table and doing it without? Well, the interesting thing is most people don't know how to brainstorm. And the truth of the matter is when you're brainstorming, you're not supposed to throw away any idea. Right. Every idea is supposed to be a good one. And then it may not be right for the company, but they're all good ideas. And even if an idea isn't correct, it'll bring it back around maybe in another way. So what the brand deck in particular does is it starts that process. And then there are other types of gameplay that I've seen um, and heard about that are used for team building and problem solving. Uh-huh. So actually, believe it or not, one of the top guys in Kickstarter has gone to different offices and run a game, a, almost like a professional game of Dungeons and Dragons, uh-huh. where the team has interacted in a different way. And so it promotes a different kind of interaction between the um, the team, and then it leads to more creativity, more collaboration. And then when, when a team is creative and they collaborate, they can solve problems more easily because there's already an open dialogue. Mm-hmm. That's right. So gaming gives you permission to sort of unhinge your brain a little bit and, and knock it out of the rut of this is how we do our work, this is how we think about our business and can really kind of send you on to a new track and, oh, all of a sudden I'm thinking of things that I hadn't thought of before in a different context. And that's the basis of creativity. 
So Sherry, do you see that there's a trend maybe towards more of these kinds of games that are in the future? Well, we we do have quite a few that we've manufactured. Um, We do corporate games for another client. Ah. And what they do is they strategically develop. We assist in the manufacturing. We assist in the production. But um, we don't necessarily develop, you know, the corporate game from scratch unless a client comes to us. Um, So some of them come to us with games already put together. And I have seen a trend towards board games. For example, we did one for Intel. We did one for AT&T, where they bring them in and they use them to introduce the team to new methods, Ah. new methodology. So they're coming into a new change. Rather than just giving them a rule book or a handbook, they say, let's play this game and you'll see how this this new operation is going to work. Okay, and so modeling. Yeah. Modeling, exactly. And so yeah. most, most recently we've done a couple of those, and I, I do think that um, it's becoming very popular because they keep coming back with more. Apparently they work. Now, I know in our context we play a lot of games around here. We play test a lot of games. Uh-huh. And so we see the breakdown of the games and the strategy helps to change the way that people think and interact, like I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So, for example, we have a game right now called Game of 49, came out in Target. And Game of 49 is the kind of game you can play from a smart eight-year-old all the way up to, you know, seniors. And the way Game of 49 works is very simple. The end goal is to get four chips in a row, in uh, either horizontally or, or vertically or diagonally. And that's okay. a pretty common end goal in a game. But the way this game works is you start out with $49. There are 49 squares on the board. Mm-hmm. Every time you lay a token down on the board, you receive $7 when there's a payout. But in order to get spaces on the board, it's an auction. So ah. the number goes up for bid. And everyone has to decide whether or not you know, they're going to strategically hold on to their money or they're going to spend so that when a payoff comes, they're going to get more money and get ahead of everyone so that when that last space that they need comes up for bid, they have more money than everyone else and they can get it. Because what happens at the end, if, if you have three in a row and somebody sees that you're going to get four, all of the other players have to bid on that space all of the money that they have mm-hmm. if they want to keep you from winning. So your strategy throughout the game is a little bit of give and take. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a budgeting. So you're budgeting, you're trying to plan, but at the same token, you don't know, you know, there's a little bit of chance, you've got to respond to, you know, whatever life throws at you. And it really is a synopsis of what life has to offer, right? You, you have to kind of guess how other people are going to respond to what you're going to do. Yeah. And uh, that's problem solving. And then you have to be creative in that you need to be able to figure out you know, what your plan is. Do you want to try to get four in a row right off the bat and just hold out for that? And in a sense, even though it's not open collaboration, when a player is poised to win, all of the others share the common goal of preventing this win right? and extending the game so that they can all have a chance to win later. So a little simulated commodities uh, brokering. So very, very interesting. That is. So clearly games can be more than just fun. And to me, anything that stimulates our imagination, 
uh, brings us into new conversation and problem solving can break all of these established patterns of how we see ourselves and, and the world. And that can lead to powerful new decisions and results. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll speak more with Sherry Spiro, CEO and founder of Ad Magic, about a few of the games you can use to think differently about problem solving, collaboration, and decision making. Stay with us. This is Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We focus on enabling visionary leaders to dramatically increase momentum for game-changing results. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. Does the topic we're talking about today resonate with you? Well, we have more. Check out related episodes to expand your perspectives and take away immediately useful ideas. Go to growthignitersradio.com and scroll down under resources. And while you're there, sign up for our weekly alert of upcoming episodes so you'll always be up to date. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Scott and I are talking today with Sherry Spiro, CEO and founder of Ad Magic and Breaking Games, about using the power of game playing to inspire strategic thinking and other positive business behaviors. Sherry, how can people find out more about you and Ad Magic and Breaking Games? They can go to admagic.com or breakinggames.com. We will also have a link to this on growthignitersradio.com, episode 81. So we were starting to talk in the first segment about some of the games that really are powerful for bringing out new types of thinking. Let's keep going on this. You were saying that you have a number of these, and let's talk about a few more. Well, very interesting is the tendency for people to want to get away from their smartphones and their computers, and to get back to interaction with people. Mm-hmm. Because a lot, most of us are tied up on a computer or a phone or an iPad all day long. And every day we compete for likes, and we take pride in the constant consumption of random Internet facts. No one meal is eaten that isn't photographed. No puppy <laughs> is patted without That's adding true. it to our day's story. So we really lose ourselves in these supercomputers that we keep in our pocket. And a lot of times we forget the people around us. So we have a game called Game of Phones. Uh-huh. And Game of Phones, not to be confused with Game of Thrones, right. takes you away from behind the privacy of your screen and opens up your wit your social tactics and your quick thinking and humor, and it combines them into a unique game of smartphone skills. Now, this is a board game, right? This is a card game that you use with your smartphones. Okay. At its core, it's very much like Cards Against Humanity in that there is a judge in each round. Mm -hmm. The challenge is for you to read the judge and then to solve each prompt in a way that will make them laugh the hardest, cry the longest, or cringe the strongest. You huh. must know your opponents a little bit in order to find better content and connect faster. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the judge will pull a card and it'll say, show us the last picture you took before we started this game. 
and everyone will search their smartphones and display a picture. Mm -hmm. However, pure knowledge isn't going to win you this. You've got to have a creative response. It's got to be something that's going to entice the judge to pick your picture. And then if the judge chooses you, you get to keep the card. The one with the most cards at the end of gameplay is the winner. Okay, so this is really uh, very business relevant because it's picking up on being able to read character, read a person's mood, and have a feeling for what is going to connect with them. And I like the idea of how it connects with the phone. I mean, we we can't get away from it, like you say. So it it has that cool combination of the tangible cards along with the technology. Forcing us to interact. Exactly. (laughs) Good. So what's another one? So um, we have a game called Circular Reasoning. Um, won the Mensa Award recently. And Circular Reasoning promotes planning and prediction throughout the entire game. It really encourages strategic thinking because you've got to figure out where you're going to be on the board, where the doorways are going to rotate to. And you Mm -hmm. actually can plan very carefully if you're watching what the other players are doing. So it gives you an idea of how to strategically plan uh-huh. during each round and for the entire game. So what happens is, depending on whether you go first or last during a round of player turns, you have to think ahead of what your opponents might do next and how you would react to what they do. You have to try to think several turns ahead and think of ways to trick your opponents into giving you any placement advantage. Huh. But you also have to make sure you're not making a mistake yourself when trying to think ahead. Towards the end, when a winner might come out on top, people often start collaborating and planning together to make sure that player won't win. So it, it's it's got some cooperative, it's got some competitive, and it's got a lot of strategic planning. It's a round board. Uh Very simple moves, very simple objective. You want to get to the center of the board. And the only way to get into the center is through these doorways that also rotate based on how many people are on each level. Circular reasoning, fascinating game. And the other Mensa winner was Letter Tycoon. Letter Tycoon is literally the best combination of Scrabble and Monopoly. So in Letter Tycoon, you have letter cards, seven letter cards in your hand, And three on the community table. So three cards are down for the community. Mm -hmm. And you take a look at those ten cards and make yourself the longest word you can. Then you get paid for the word. But the twist in this one is each letter is a patent. And there's a patent card for each letter. Patent card. Yes, a patent. And when you spell your word, you get paid. And then if you can afford it, you buy one of the letters in the word you have spelled. Oh. And then you own that patent for the rest of the game. So then if I buy the A and you use the A during the game, Mm -hmm. the bank will pay me a dollar for every time that letter is used. Ah. So the strategy of this is that... You have to decide, do I want to buy smaller letters and buy more letters? Do I want to save up for the bigger vowels? There's a lot of strategy in that game. There's a lot of thinking quickly because the community cards may change at the end of the turn. So you may wind up with new community cards to look at. Just a very unique, clever game. But at the end, you don't have that terrible feeling of losing a Monopoly or that frustrating feeling of Scrabble. At the end, you have, wow, that was a great game game congratulations you won or Uh if you happen to win uh, it's truly a rewarding feeling because it's not just spelling words Mm -hmm. yes yes so all of these games that you've been talking about not only have us thinking about things in new ways but interacting in some really different ways with each other 
and having to tune in and really think about what is this person like? What are they apt to be uh, thinking about next? And that is so important in today's world when we're trying to figure out how to be more competitive. So with more and more of these games coming out, it's going to be important for people to think about how do I select the right game for us? And that's what we're going to talk about in our next segment. But for right now, we're going to take another quick break. So stay with us. Thanks for listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. It's brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated on the web at businessadvance.com. Does your company have what it takes to meet your current commitments and move fast enough to respond to new opportunities? Well, take the first step to confirm your perspective by requesting our free resource, Five Questions to Ask When You Need to Move Even Faster. Our questionnaire will help you find out where to begin to focus your energy and resources so that what should be happening actually is happening faster and more effectively. We developed these questions based on our work with clients in over 30 industries. We've helped them scale faster, make innovation happen faster, and more quickly respond to new opportunities. And this has generated millions of dollars in top and bottom line growth. And now you can have this resource on a complimentary basis just for sharing your contact information with us. So don't miss out. Go today to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 81. Scroll down to resources and click the link, download five questions to ask when you need to move even faster. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been speaking with Sherry Spiro, CEO and founder of Ad Magic and Breaking Games, about using the power of games to shake up our established ways of seeing the world and inspiring strategic thinking. And we've heard about some really interesting games. Sherry, can you tell us again how people can actually purchase some of these games? Well, everything is available at BreakingGames.com. And now we've just entered Target with Game of 49, Poop in a Bag, and Game of Phones. Excellent. Well, this is the part of the podcast where we like to talk about the immediately useful idea. And there is nothing more useful to me than figuring out how to buy the most suitable game for us. Scott and I were talking about how when I was in corporate, one of the things that we used to do is have a game in the lunchroom, for instance, two games. And this was an engineering company and the software engineers would play hearts and the hardware engineers would play Uno. And And they wouldn't mix. (laughs) That's right. You know, how do you find something that is right for you? You know, the first question you have to ask yourself is, what am I trying to accomplish here? Yeah. And I have to say that any game is better than no game. So, you know, the the idea of getting the people together to play and interact is better than them not speaking at all. Mm-hmm. And we find that any game will accomplish that to a certain extent. But what you really want to ask yourself is, are we trying to team build? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. our goal? Is our goal to try to encourage our people to think more strategically? Are we trying to make them creative? Are we trying to get them just to collaborate more? And so I think basically what you want to look at are those questions first. What what are you trying mm-hmm. to accomplish? Now, 
if you're trying to accomplish the goal of getting your people just to be more of a team, I would say choose a game that's a little bit more lighthearted. Something like Boomtown Bandits, that's one of our games, where it's a roll em up shoot 'em up dice game. <laughs> okay. um, you know, you, you lay out a town on these uh, little cards, and you, and you shoot your dice, and everybody's rolling their dice as quickly as they can, and you cannot help but get involved. Hmm. And that would just uh, create a little bit of a bonding experience mm-hmm. for the team. If you're looking for something more strategic, you may want to look at something like I described with either Game of 49 or Circular Reasoning or Letter Tycoon, one of those games. Mm-hmm. Even Exploding Kittens that just came out <laughs> um, is, a, is a really strategic game. You've oh, yeah? got to be careful how you play your hand because you don't want to explode. And that one people have a lot of fun with. Uh, th- but if, if you're really just trying to get your people to be creative and come up with new ideas then you want to play a game that encourages them to think outside the box. So, uh, you know, obviously we discussed Game of Phones. That's yeah. something that helps you try to put the real-world cell phone experience into a game format that encourages creativity. And there are a lot of those. There's a new game out called Joking Hazard now, which encourages you to complete a cartoon. They're hysterical. They're, oh, that's, it, I like that one. That is hysterical. Joking Hazard is already a huge hit. It's that, by, that's great. Uh, so having a clear uh, goal mm-hmm. and, and being strategic about the selection of your game is one thing. What about once you purchase the game, how about how to use it in the best possible way? Well, I was in San Francisco recently, and they always seem to be at the forefront of everything cool for offices. Yeah, you know they've got uh, they've got coolers that you can just go in and take a drink. They've got snacks where you can just go up and eat whatever you want. I love San Francisco, and they have a game shelf where people at lunchtime or after work can just go grab a game and hang out with their work associates and play. And they do. They stay later because of it. Um, They have a better lunch hour because of it. This one particular company even had a beer keg. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, and wine. That's that's a good thing. It relaxes you and gets you thinking in well, new ways. Exactly. Maybe not during the workday, but after the workday, <laughs> right. you see them socializing. You see them playing games, mm-hmm. and that cannot help but build the team. Sure. That's right. Now, one of the things that uh, Scott and I like to do is to incorporate games sometimes into some of the work that we're doing. Right. If we have uh, a workshop or, or a retreat, uh, a game can be very useful to illustrate a point or break the ice, bring people together, and that, that can be very useful. Are you seeing more of that kind of thing as well? Well, it's funny you mentioned that because recently we just did these giant cards. They're 46 inches by 72 inches high. Wow. We made an entire deck. We made one for the East Coast and one for the West Coast because it's really a pain to ship them. And my client did a giant event in Brooklyn with these large cards. And Hmm. it just went over fantastically. So if you're trying to bring home a point, what could bring your point you know, closer to home than a giant card. Absolutely. We find that when people are at a certain point strategically, sometimes it can be very useful, but it has to be used in a very particular way. Mm -hmm. Goes back to the objective and, and thinking strategically about the game. So, Sherry, what about how to then get the most essential points out of the game? Debriefing, if you will. Are there ways to do this if you're just using the game by yourself, are there ways to pull that that strategic wisdom out, the problem solving and everything to say, what have we learned from this? Well, you know, I think that 
a custom game, it's a lot easier to see exactly what you're getting out of it. I think right. when you're playing a regular game, it's a little more of a vague, you know, I think I think I got this out of it. You know, we can feel closer as a team. But mm-hmm. when you create a card game specifically for a purpose, which isn't really all that difficult, um, right. you can use existing mechanics and then just base it around what your particular needs are for your company. I think then you're going to be able to debrief and also really see, you know, what the ROI is intellectually. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because yeah, so, you know, absolutely. So ranking games can do that for companies if they want to have a specific objective in mind. You Absolutely. Well, out. we have we have a game development team that's out uh-huh. of this world. They're located in Los Angeles, but we have designers all over the country that once we, you know, we put the word out what we're looking for, they come rallying with ideas like you've never seen. Oh, and, great. And I do think this is the development of a new kind of industry for strategically educating people in the corporate world in a fun and interactive way. We'd have to agree with you there. I think there is so much, so much room for this and so much need for this. So it's exciting to hear. Uh, Sherry, time has gone by for right now. Do you have any uh, final thoughts to leave with us on this topic? Well, I do. I think that there's a lot more to come. I think that people are going to be surprised at some of the developments in gaming in the next few years. And I think that corporates are going to grab onto this and they're going to realize the benefits and the excitement of it. And they're going to be able to bond their staff in a way that they never have before. Well, thank you again for being our guest today on Growth Igniters Radio. We look forward to having you back to share more about some of the newer developments that are coming up in games. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks, Sherry. And thanks to you out there for listening. To get show notes and resource links for this week's episode, go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 81. Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to discuss with your team. So what games are we playing? And how can that stimulate new thinking and new strategic agility? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.